Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My, My Ship, Ship Story. Story. <laughs> God, that was terrible. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to My Ship Story Podcast. This is Eric, uh, finally hosting again after a bit of a drought. Um, and I'm here with the, the usual guys, uh, Brad and Scott. Uh, what's going on in your world? Uh, we'll start with Scott. What's up? Well, I have a couple of things. I'll ask this as, as we roll on. Well, actually, let me ask you, Eric. I talked to my cousin, and, and she was talking about she was selling her house and stuff, and I'd never heard of this. But how many love letters in real estate have you written? Love letters are on the way out. Agents are refusing to accept love letters. <laughs> Because it opens them up if somebody puts something in there that could be construed as, you know, discrimination if they ended up choosing one over the other. So honestly, a lot of agents today will not do, will not accept love letters. Love letters don't come directly from the agent. They come from the buyer. Right. I mean, I remember when I sold my house in California, every single person who made an offer wrote a love letter. I had wedding pictures that people sent me. I mean, it was all this stuff that made it so hard because I'm like, oh my God, I feel so bad for these people. I've never even heard of that. I thought that's yeah. so stupid. No, people write either. them and sometimes wow. they, they pull on people's heartstrings and it works. So what I do as an agent is like, I try to pull heartstrings within the body of an email. So it's coming from me. Like this is a single mother. She's worked her whole life. This is her first house. Please the bedroom's give her already painted. No, no, this is on the buying side, which is the buyers that do it. So I'm just like, like, you know, the bedroom's already painted pink. Her daughter loved it. And I just put all that sort of crap in there to try to get like, you know, them to choose it. And I don't know if it worked or we just had the highest offer, but the last one I did, we got the house. I just thought that was crazy. And I do, we just came back from a beach trip. We went through, New or uh, we drove to New Orleans and then to Gulf Shores, Alabama. My two favorite things or three favorite things I found in New Orleans or around there is Tic Tac gum. Have you ever had Tic Tac gum? No, you I don't can't think find it anymore. That. So when I do, I have to buy it all. House of Voodoo. I got a voodoo doll. Who are you going to make that voodoo look like? Just don't, just don't make it look like we me. Shall if see. I start having like weird pains in my side. I already got the hair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It does. It does. Um, anywho, so you had a good time at the beach. Nice. Had a great time. Had a great time. Yep. Yep. And it yep. was warm enough. Nope. <laughs> no, um, oh. no. Well, the, I mean, it was cold. I mean, it was. I mean, for beach weather, yeah, it was cold and crappy and overcloudy. And we had one day. Our final day at the beach was seventy, not a cloud in the sky, and the wind was like maybe five miles an hour. And it was enough to you know give everybody some color. What's up, Brad? Excellent. And Faye. Brad, your turn. Uh, nothing. Pass. Uh, let's get straight to our guest. Uh, this is another fantastic guest, somebody that I worked with on Majesty of the Sea, Majesty of the Seas way, way back in the day. Straight from, well, was from Iowa. Jason Kolker, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. This is so much fun. I'm so glad you guys put this together. I mean, I've been kind of like a recluse the last 10 years or so since we met down in Miami at the reunion. Yeah, the yeah. Reunion I think thing. that was the last I, time. That's been it like was. more than a decade. Yeah, that's when I was. Oh, still Jason, you were at the reunion in 2011. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I lived in I lived well, in West Palm Beach, so I I, I probably ran into you then there. Oh, I'm sure we do. I, we were running into everybody over down yeah. there. <laughs> so, Brad, if you go back to that purser picture, you yes. will both be in that picture. Well, so this the, is like the second or third guest we have that Brad didn't know. Yeah, or I, we didn't even know, and it was in that Brad, same Brad picture with us. 
Yeah. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. knew you weren't the hot blonde, though. I yeah. knew that you weren't that hot blonde. <laughs> I was very far away from that. Very far away from that. Uh, so, Jason, well, first of all, great to see you again. And uh, absolutely, from what you mentioned earlier, you're uh, near Philly or North Philly. Yep, moved to Philadelphia yep. about just over five years ago. So, oh, well, so you've been there for a while now. Yeah, I wanted my kids to come up, have a little bit better education, you know, from the Florida schools and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, we just did. And, and so yeah. I left everything to come Not up. Not even going to go there, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, cool. Um, oh, yeah. So it's been it's been good. I mean, you know, it's just taken a while to kind of adjust at first. But no, it's a, it's a great area. I can't complain. Excellent. What? So what town are you in? I'm in Plymouth meeting. So it's a little, oh, it's hard to even describe. It's a little suburb is all it is. It's by okay. King of Prussia. They have a ah. big mall there. So right. I'm very close to that. I've heard you near of the water at all, or probably an hour and a half away from the Jersey shore. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's That's a hot too bad. Jump. So now yeah. if I'm going to go lot. there, the mountains are about an hour and a half, the other direction. So do you know, oh, do you remember good. Stevie B this no, jockey crew staff? I am so <laughs> trying. I actually wrote down a whole bunch of names from my Facebook friends just to make sure <laughs> I have those down, but I don't, uh, but I, if, if I saw faces, I'd recognize him in a heartbeat. You'd recognize him if you heard him or saw him, but he's got a big bar and sports bar in Jersey. Oh, that's awesome. I have to yeah. get that information. I'll have to run over there. You know, I'm the only something to do. So the only time I've been to Philadelphia was on the majesty of the seas when we stopped there on the way <laughs> yes. down yep. to uh to florida to uh, i remember that yeah that was the only time i've ever been to pennsylvania or philly yeah um, we were only there for a short period and then we went to charleston too i think after that yeah so. yeah charleston's where i brought the pizza on the board on the on the guest gangway <laughs> <laughs> did hey, you guys so, go hey, see uh, the liberty bell when we went to uh pennsylvania no we didn't have a lot of time no we didn't have any time we, uh, did, we pulled in and it was like a it was kind of like coming on in and, and show people around and everybody was off and we were, we were out again. So, yeah, I know I, I know I left the ship because I, I count like I count stopping in Philadelphia as like cross off Pennsylvania on my list because I was there for a few hours. <laughs> but no, I don't remember us spending much time in, in, in Philadelphia at no. all. Let's go to you, your origination story. How does somebody from Iowa and this is a kind of weird thing because we've had a lot of Iowans that ended up working on ships. So how did, how did it work for you? How did you end up uh, working on a cruise ship? I was a tour guide during college for like three summers. And so I was traveling all over the United States and Canada, you know, during those what three tour years. guide in Iowa. Uh, it was for <laughs> what is, what's yeah. that tour. It was this a, tri- a trucking tours. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to put a little, uh, little caveat. No, it's, it's uh, tri-state tours was a motor coach company. We just traveled all over Canada, the United States. And, you know, I just, I just sat in a bus and, and, and read off of a book of where we were going. <laughs> it was just kind of reading like, okay, we're in, we're in, you know, we're in Rockford now and here's like 10 points of Rockford. Um, but no, it was pretty cool. I had a you know, really good opportunity to do that. And then I always thought, you know what, how nice would it be to, you know, maybe expand that and go like you know, cruise ships, airlines, and so I, I went out and, and bought, and I don't know where I found it, but that little book you found on how to how to work on a cruise ship, that's yeah. what I did. I actually bought that and and I think I put together three or four resumes, sent them out. And you wrote, just, you, wrote it, you wrote it out, you typed it out or something <laughs> like that. You sent it I in the mail. A photo. I how many, the how many stamps was that? <laughs> I don't even know. All I know is I remember taking my photo in my suit. That's all I remember outside. I sent it off. And the crazy thing was, and, and listening to some of these other stories, it's all the same. It, it had to be months later where you were just sitting there. All of a sudden I was at my work because we didn't have cell phones back then. And I get this call and it, it's Mark Brad. And he's like, yeah, I got a, got a position for you for, you know, and like, first of all, I'm just trying to figure out if it's real or not. And, <laughs> yeah, and he's, yeah. going, he's going, I got a position for you. 
and this is Tuesday. And he's like, well, we need you down here on Friday. And I'm like, there's just no way. <laughs> I said, I can't, you know, I got a job, I have a car, I have all these things. I said, there's just absolutely no way. So I literally had to turn him down. I said, you know, I can't do it. And then when all my coworkers found out after I hung up, they found out you know, who it was and what it was for. They're like, are you, are you kidding me? You got to do this. I can't just pick up in three days and go. So I waited. I, I thought about it over the weekend. I told my parents, because if I go, they're going to sell my car. I called back Mark up like on Monday or Tuesday. He's like, well, we don't have a spot open for you now. And I literally <laughs> called him every week for like the next four months. Um, oh, wow. it just, for the, oh, literally, it took me months to get on that ship. And I think it just got to the point where I'd call up and he says, this is Mark. I said, hey, Mark. He'd go, hey, Jason. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he already knew. I, well, I mean, it was so funny. And I think, just, I think he just uh, hired me just to, so I wouldn't I'd stop calling him. <laughs> uh, and I got a chance to run into him back, you know, obviously when I got down there to, to sign on, put a, put a voice to the name or the face, I guess a little bit, but so that's how I got on, you know, and was and, that uh, 90 or 91? It was 90, you know, I think it was 90. It was either 90 or 91. I can't remember exactly what year it was. I think it was early 91. Cause I went to the sun. I was supposed to go to the sovereign of the seas. And then they sent me off to the sun Viking instead, which was a kind of a nice, that was a nice cool. way to start. Yeah. And I, I was only there for about like three weeks until, um, and then they shipped me off to, you know, the uh, Emerald Seas, Ooh. the old Admiral cruise ships. Right. So you can only imagine my disdain coming into Port Canaveral after being on the Sun Viking. And you're pulling up to the Emerald Seas and, you're, and they're chipping paint off the side of the ship and they're painting, they're chipping more paint off over there. And, and you're like, I literally had tears in my eyes. I was crying. I was almost crying because I'm like, what did I get myself into? Oh, my God. And so for those who don't know, Admiral Seas was one of the Admiral cruise line ships that yep. was bought by Royal. And it was one of the Royal, uh, the other lines, but it was just a different brand from Royal Caribbean yeah. Cruise Line. And they line. have those in World War One. Somewhere it was really two. old. It, it was, was really old. World War II, yeah. It, yeah, yeah it, it, was a, it was four, 40s. Yeah, it was 40. It was built in the 40s. Or it was uh, in World War II. It was in the 40s, but I thought I thought it was 50-ish, something. That'd be like one that. of the first but ships the, uh, not, not on steam. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but uh, Emerald Seas went on to be uh, different names, and uh, mm -hmm. we've had guests on that were on that ship with uh, on, on with a different name. It was really interesting because, like I said, I literally coming up to this after being on the Sun Viking, you're like, "Oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do." So then I get on the ship, and you know they tell you, "Well, first of all, since it's an older ship." And they have plenty of room. So every, even assistant purser has got their own room. And I heard they were really oh, big rooms. Too. They're huge rooms. All, every, yeah. all the rooms are big. Yeah. So I got my own own room. And then they says, well, you know, you can actually go to the disco too, which I don't think assistant purses could go to the disco no, back in our no, day either. We couldn't. And then, they, and then you get a $50 bar tab a month as well on top of it. And I'm going, you know, this, this might not be so bad after all. And did the desk close at night or was it already 24 hours? No, I think, it, I think, you know, that's a good question. I don't, I didn't work overnight on that ship. So I think it was just, we, I think we closed it like it was after midnight, but I, we weren't open all night from what I remember. Let's start diving into some of your stories. Um, okay. Why, why don't you dive into one of them? All right. Uh, well, my name's Jason Kolker and this is my ship story. I, I don't know if you guys have ever had the opportunity to be on the code blue team by chance. No, I, I wasn't. Yeah. You, well, Jesus. <laughs> on the Emerald Seas, you only had one doctor and you had one nurse and that was it. So they basically took a couple people from each department and you had to be trained in CPR and, and how to handle all those situations. Of course, I, yours truly was chosen to be part of that team. Tell us what a code blue is first. Sure. Well, code blue is, is basically 
when somebody's, you know, pretty much dropped, I mean, they've stopped breathing. They're, they're basically incapacitated. Yes. And you have to go and you have to, you know, adhere, you know, basically attend the passenger and and start treating them as much as soon as possible. I'm sitting down there. I remember I was sitting down at at the front desk and I can't remember. I don't think I was working at the time, but I was just down there picking up some stuff. And all of a sudden I hear code blue lounge. The lounge was basically up the stairs and pretty much right there. And all I could think of was, I don't want to be first. I don't want to be first. <laughs> I don't want to be first. I'm going to, I can kind of walk, but now I better, I better sprint and get up there. So I start running up the stairs and, and I get up into the lounge and that's where they had the dancing going on and the little band playing. So the divers were always there. And so was the doctor. And so they were already there. And, and, and what had happened is, you know, and it's kind of a sad situation, but you know, the, the guy was dancing with his daughter and he just dropped, just dropped. And we had to clear out the entire room. And it was just, what was crazy about it is and people are trying to take pictures and people were trying to do oh, that. And, and you're just trying to get everybody out of the room. So we're, 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 we're getting them out. The next room is the casino. There's another hallway for another, another auditorium on the other end of it. So we cleared out the entire room. And of course they were performing as much as they could, but they couldn't, obviously they couldn't revive the guy. We're already out to sea. We're already in international waters. We're already heading toward Nassau. And of course this is the first night out. So we have, everything's full. Provisions are full. There is no, there's no freezer space. There's no refrigeration space. There's nothing. So the only thing we had, there's one cabin that was at the very bottom of the ship. Now try to picture this, you know, these old ships. We're no talking. way. Yes. Yes. So oh, man. we're sitting, we're sitting there. You wanted a good story. I'm telling you, here you yeah. go. <laughs> um, so we're sitting there and we're getting out the metal structure. Okay. Those metal ones that, that expand. Yeah. So we, we expand that out. Now this guy is like six, three, six, four. He weighs about 340 pounds. Oh, <laughs> Man, <laughs> so we got to put them on the stretcher and we got, of course, they wrap everything up and they, they put the straps on. And now we have to, because on these older ships, they don't have huge elevators. So the only way we could have put them in an elevator, if we tried to stand him up, Oh no! But, <laughs> but, but of course this wasn't weekend at Bernie's or anything. So we, we didn't do that. So it's so, so hard not to it, laugh. So, so, so instead we had to carry him down five flights of stairs. Oh, oh nobody, nobody let go. Did they? <laughs> Oh no, just hold on. <laughs> so, so we're sitting, we got all these, we got, you know, everybody's around, we got everybody strapped up and the family's behind us. And I'm going, and I'm just a lonely little person. I'm going, guys, we need six guys on this. We need like six guys. And they're like, you know, nobody's listening to Jason. I'm on the back left-hand side. We all got the four handles and again, that middle metal stretcher. And we, we pick him up. Of course, everybody's watching as the four of us are lugging through the lounge, but in order to get to the stairwell, we have to go through the casino. So, so the doors are open and we're going into the casino. And you know what? I never realized how bad gambling addiction can be because there's people that didn't even bother looking at us. You know, here we are walking through the casino with a body and they're just pulling levers and they're just tossing money in. They didn't even pay any attention oh, to us. Man. We are now about halfway through the casino and the guy ahead of me, his handle snaps, his handle breaks. And with all that weight, we just went boom. Oh no. Cause the this full, wasn't a stretcher with wheels the, on it. It's an actual, no, just the stretcher. Oh, stretcher. We're carrying this. this yeah. So oh, when the man. front guy's handle breaks, the body basically, we, the whole thing just smacked right into the, the casino floor. In the middle of the casino. In the middle of the he casino. Didn't, he didn't let go. No. <laughs> no. It just, no, we had them all strapped in, so he couldn't, you know, he didn't plop out or anything. No, <laughs> I mean, the whole stretcher, like, snapped and then, like. The, the whole handle broke. His handle completely broke. <laughs> and, it's, and, and, and once you lose that, you're done. You got 340 pounds. 
you're dropping everything right in the middle of the floor. And so we are just all just like looking at each other. Like, I'm like, I'm cussing. I'm going, I told you we needed six guys. I told you. And of course the family's just, you know, they're wailing behind us. And I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God. So we finally get six guys and we're starting to carry him off. And we have to now take him down these five flights of stairs. You know, we couldn't make it 30 feet through the casino, let alone. Now, now we got to try to get him down five flights. And of course the families tell him, don't drop him again. Don't drop him. And I'm going, oh my God, stop. Oh, I mean, no. It's too much pressure. Okay, um, real quick. And you're like, he's people, dead. I, I <laughs> laugh at the most, at the most, uh, I laugh at the most inopportune moments. So I'm going to keep laughing and I love slapstick. So I, excuse me for laughing at a dead guy, but it was 30 years ago. Is it slapstick or slapstick at this point? <laughs> oh, sorry. that was bad. Sorry. That was bad. Oh, sorry. So, so we're, no, so we're sitting here, we got to carry this guy down five flights of stairs, this 340 pound guy. And you should have seen that. I mean, I don't know how we did it. I really don't. Cause I thought we'd at least drop at least twice, twice more, but we're just, we're trying to angle these turns and I don't know how we got people down and helped them, but we finally got him. Um, we finally made it to the room and we put him in the room. I had to go take a shower and change. It was like the biggest workout I ever had in my life. Um, I was sore. just, it was just drenched. Um, and that's, you know, we, we, we actually got him down there. But the thing was, is that I guess what I heard the next morning was that, is that nobody told the cabin steward. <laughs> and so, like, so the cabin steward's going in to check his rooms and he's going into the empty room thinking it's empty. And here's his body on the floor. And I guess he went screaming, running down the hallway. <laughs> it's like bloody murder. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, so, I mean, the cap. What the bubble clot? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Caribbean guy. <laughs> So yeah, that was, uh, that was quite the, uh, that was, that was my exciting moment of probably the biggest story I have working on ships. Oh my God. Wow. Now. Okay. So I got to ask now I have to go back to, we didn't have provisions or an ice box or refrigeration yeah. Did they leave him in a regular temperature cabin for pretty much, pretty much from what they I just turned the temperature down <laughs> on the AC. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little chilly, but but no, that's all we had. You couldn't put him. There was I mean, no he's got to expand down there, right? And the straps, and the, I don't even want to picture you. Would, you would think, um, but but the thing is, is then what you have to do in the Bahamas, You, I mean, the family had to stay there for like seven days, or I think it's five days. They have to do investigation. They have to do all that over in the Bahamas. It's 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 a it's a really pain to, 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 to do, you know, to get, them, get the body out of the country and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. And we ran into something like that up too, um, Eric. I think we ran into another one. I think it was on the Majesty where we got a call that the, they had to come down and actually take all the couple's photos and pick them up because I thought there was some foul play. Oh, and uh, well, what happened was, is they had uh, and we took a look at the pictures and this lady looked just she looked like she was on her last leg. She was just pure white. And her her death occurred in the jacuzzi out in the by the pool area because because she looked so deathly ill in these pictures. Are like what? Why is her husband having her in a jacuzzi in the first place? And the comment now this is this is this is going to be bad, but I'm just going to say it anyway. I guess when they asked the husband, he says, "Well, didn't you notice anything?" And I guess he goes, "Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pay any attention because I didn't see any. I didn't didn't know anything was wrong until I saw her teeth floating in the jacuzzi." Oh no. <laughs> That was the comment, and we oh, had to back. No. We had to go back, and, and that's when we had to take all the pictures and put them together. And like, really, you're not going to see your your wife slumped over in the jacuzzi until her teeth float. 
Oh, that sounds a little suspect. I don't remember <laughs> that. I mean, it could be I just didn't, I wasn't involved or I just, I just blocked it or something. We heard I the code blue. That. Yeah, we heard the code blue. I remember we decided we were just going to run upstairs real quick after that. And that's what we heard. So, wow. Wow. <sighs> yeah. So, you know, yeah, you needed to come on Halloween when we had our death, <laughs> death at sea episode. Well, we had Michael Holland <laughs> on board. Did you ever work with Michael? Yeah, I think I did actually. Yeah. So he had a couple. And again, that was the episode where it was like the death episode because we were, oh we were sharing like death on board uh, stories back the, crazy. the Halloween one. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a ship with it a happens. thousand people on it. You know, it anybody happens. can keel over at any time. Yeah, let's let's right. break from the death at the high seas and, and let me jump in and ask. Um, uh, Jason, uh, did you ever hook up with any passengers? You know, I knew you were going to ask that question because I saw you ask that in other, uh, in other episodes. That's his go-to so, question. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say I, I'm going to plead the fifth on that. Okay. <laughs> so I will plead the fifth a few times. I'll plead the fifth. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. A few times the fifth. Okay. Well, uh, well, let me ask a follow-up. Do you know what the follow-up question is? Oh, yes, about crew members. The follow-up, okay. no. where's the craziest place that you've done it on the ship? Oh, God. I would probably say this: the storage area. The, the storage drawer is always open on the... Where they have the bodies? <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's, you're like you know, um hey i know this cabin that uh, is almost completely empty except for this dead guy <laughs> that we dropped no yeah, there was a nobody nobody's going to be coming in there nobody's going to yeah. be coming in there no there was a storage area i believe on the emerald seas there's a storage area that that was always seemed to be open so okay jace do you have uh do you have any other stories i got to, a couple i've got a i got a couple and you and you guys talked about it was funny as you we were talking with michelle about uh and i told you i have a couple props um when, when we had to take the passports we went from the train the, the airport we had to go to the train station well we were sitting there and there was two of us and we had um uh, we had all the passports too from our group and in the big in the big plastic the black plastic bag which yeah, you know if we did that today we'd be, we'd be thrown up against the wall being arrested you know or something at this point yeah but we, what happened was, is there was two cars and, and we pulled up first and we sat outside for maybe literally five, 10 minutes and nobody showed up and we're like, you know, what's going on? So here we are at the, the Paris train station. None of us speaks French. And so we decided, you know, let's just go in the train station and, and just kind of look around. Maybe they got dropped off at a different exit or entrance. So we're sitting there over by the ticketing agent's office, literally there for about 15 minutes. And I said, maybe what we'll do is I'll just go over to the, the, the ticketing office and I don't know how to speak. French, but I'm going to go see if we can get an announcement made. So I'm walking over there and you know, you know how you, you know, you think when you do hand signals and you talk loud, it makes people understand you better. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of what I was doing. I was like going, I was like, can you make an announcement over the you know loudspeaker for us? The guy's like this, he just goes. So he, he points over to a door. I come walking over to the side of the door and he opens it. And he, he asked me to come in. So I, I come in and I follow him and he, we get to the microphone he picks up the microphone and hands it to me. <laughs> oh my God. And here I am in the middle of station. I'm in the middle of Paris train station. And thank God we did announcements over the cruise ship all the time. So I'm like, may I have your attention, please? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sitting there, I'm going, this guy doesn't know me from Adam. He doesn't know I worked on a cruise ship. I mean, I'm sitting there. I could have said anything, <laughs> you know, Hey, you know, <laughs> where's these people? But yeah. So I got on there and did my little, uh, my little uh, announcement speech. <laughs> and we found him like 10 minutes later. And so we hurried up down the train station. That was a lot of fun. And, and you remember the hotel, Eric, the, the hotel, and we had the nice, the fun dinner. Yeah. Where, they um, had the big beers. I remember they had the big, 
uh, this is my prop. Oh, that's the prop. I can't believe you kept a beer from the, the beer. Do you know how much beer is in here? This is two cans of beer. Oh, nice. Nice. And we drank, and we drank how many of these? Oh, I don't remember. I mean, after after a couple, I'm like, I'm sure my memory is. Oh, gone. I mean, yeah, I, I kept mine all these years. Wow. And as soon awesome. as you guys were talking about that, I said, I've got to show mine. Oh man, awesome. that is awesome. That's that is awesome. Yeah, it was a little hotel. It was crappy, but it was like it's the crappy. only hotel around. The beds were like the springs shut up. Oh, it was the, terrible. It's it like, was awful. But at least we weren't at the campsites where where Scott had to stay. <laughs> I, know, I heard. I, I was listening to that one. Oh God! And we had we had so much fun. I mean, that was such a great night. Um, let, let me add, let me ask this We had one of these too. Was there ever any indication? Now I'm like, now I think back at it, and I was like, what the fuck was everybody thinking? Was there ever any? question or someone holding a black garbage bag saying passports 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 you know just yeah you have like 150 passports passports pass in a black we bag. dumped them in a bag that's all we did we dumped and them you in a know bag what we did so by the time that our train was supposed to take off erica and i we wanted to see the the uh eiffel tower so we walked around paris with these big bags full of passports <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> going to go see the Eiffel Tower and stuff like that. Okay, we got 20 minutes. Go. You know, and saw for just, 10 seconds. Yeah. Okay, got like sorry, 75 got people's lives in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were supposed to work on the train. We were supposed to kind of like yes, alphabetize yes. We got on the train and there was not a seat available. Like I was standing yeah. room only. And so we're like, <laughs> we were just all jam-packed. You like, got a B, you got a B, I got A. You got Yeah, no, we couldn't do anything. Weed. Yeah, we couldn't do anything. Would yeah. you give up your, your passport now to someone with a garbage bag saying passports? <laughs> like if you were in that now, would you would you do that? I mean, that, oh, that God, doesn't no. feel Hell comfortable. No. no, but if you think about it, we used to take passenger passports too. Like yeah. even on the oh, yeah. ship, like we won't, yeah. they don't do that today, but you know, we used to take, yeah, we kept passengers. them. We kept them. They're yeah, green cards. And I don't know if I've said that story on here where we lost a Russian green card holders, green card <laughs> on a trip. And this lady was wailing. She was crying. She thought she was going to get deported back to Russia. Now we're talking early nineties, right? This is like yeah. 92, yeah. 93. Yep. So yep. This Russian woman was just bawling, and I had to try to calm her down and talk Sorry, to the immigration man, officer. The Tower. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you no, remember no, leaving no. people at the pier? They didn't have a. They came in on the C one visa. Yeah. And they they don't realize that they already used it entering in the United States, and they're trying to get right. on a cruise now with it. Yeah, we I remember used to, leave. used to pull away and just wave, you know. Like yeah, we used beer. to let the the worst was we would kick people off and tell them you don't have the right documentation, you can't join, and then sell it to the next person that was waiting to try to get on. They were on standby, and they you could buy, oh you could buy God. it at the pier to get on yes, the ship. And so, right. like, yeah, you can't go. Okay, but we you can, can. Take it out, but we can take you. Yeah, <laughs> how much well, money they, you they got? Try to rush. Who was the guys? Who were the guys? The father and the son that that did all the transportation. God, what there was, was an old guy. Yeah, 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 yeah and his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and they used, used to, used to hand them all the passports to him, and and he would take them all to the airport. Yeah, and they would try to rush. They would try to rush these some of these people down to get to the consulate or whatever to try to get a quick visa. And, yeah, you know, you got to be here by the time the ship leaves, and that's about it. You know, wow. but uh, was but this yeah. a, when you say that? Was this a transportation guy that like on my fiasco where? 
Like I showed up down to the van the next day and there's like, was this the guy? Hey, where's your passport? And I was like, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Yes. Me out. (laughs) Yeah. So Jason, let's get into your party life. Did you, do you ever, um, uh, like, I don't know, century club, do you ever almost miss the ship or miss the ship or, you know, I was, I never really missed the ship for any reason, but we used to go to Nassau. I mean, you know, if you missed the ship, you were really having a bad night because we didn't leave till four o'clock in the morning. Any party or pranks or anything on anybody? Oh, the only thing that was really fun. And I don't, I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about cruise shows. You guys ever have no, no, we haven't haven't really touched on cruise shows, but they were were usually really good. They were fun. Uh, We were always the last act, the the purser department. And I remember the one year we had a girl on our show that did a five minute Diana Ross medley. And whoever watches this, if you guys have any film, I know somebody took video. I don't know where it's at. I've got a couple pictures that are blurry, but our smart idea in the purser department was guys. You had Mark Rumberger, you had Simon Sparks, myself. And there was a little Filipino guy. I, and I think his name was Dante, I believe. And we decided we were going to be the Supremes. We were up in the, the, the hairstylist room. We, they were doing our makeup. They had flowers. We had two changes of outfits because it was a five-minute medley. All wow. I remember is we were by the, we were by, oh, we had we had everything. We looked good. I mean, I'll tell you, we looked good. And, <laughs> and, and, and we were sitting there. I, I also remember, because the cheap persons had that unlimited bar tab. Also remember is we just did shot after shot after shot before going out there because we knew this was just going to be make or break it. We had no clue what we were doing. <laughs> and we're out there dancing around. We're doing all this little stuff. And then we went back in and got into these dresses and everything. And then and I hope my kids don't watch this. We were... <laughs> We were walking back out in these dresses and we looked, I mean, it was pretty hot. I'm going to tell <laughs> you something. Pretty, we were pretty hot. We were pretty hot. We were pretty hot. <laughs> now the thing is, now the funny thing is, is we were nothing. When Dante, the little Filipino guy came out in a white dress, a white little hat and a white boa, uh-huh. the whole Filipino crowd just erupted. I mean, it was just crazy. Um, I don't remember. Do you have pictures that of that? Day. Because we I really have, need, we really need one of those. I've got one somewhere, and it's really blurry. That's why I'm saying, if anybody else has, I know somebody had taken video. And was I, this on the Majesty? This was on the Emerald Sea, so this was like 30 years ago. This is long. Okay. Time. Were you on the Majesty when we did the Adams Family? No, I wasn't. Because oh that god, was that'd Mary cool. Giuliani, Erica. Remember Erica had really long hair. She just put it yes. all forward. It Erica, like from really Erica. Erica from America. Erica from America. Yeah. And she she played cousin it. <laughs> oh my god and she would, I, I could see her doing that I yeah it was really funny doing that yeah oh god but we just had so much fun and you know i think you know and i've been thinking about like this the whole time and i'm so glad you guys do this i mean this is really you know at least in an opportunity for me i know when i i saw somebody's facebook and then i, I saw that they were looking at your guys's or they were watching or listening to your guys's podcast and just going on and, and then finally clicking on to it and seeing you guys are doing this and obviously finding out Eric's part of this, you know, this is a great thing you guys are doing. And, and I really appreciate it. And, and, and even having an opportunity to do this, I was, I was calling up Eric just to congratulate him on it. And he's like, what are you doing Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my intention. You know, I was just calling yeah, to say but these, Like now, you know, these guys, and I told you, these guys have been on me like, Eric, you need to start booking some guests. And it was just after we had that conversation 
conversation that you that you uh, DM'd me, and I was like, oh, perfect timing. Jackson, <laughs> yeah, let's no, go. Come I'm, on. Like, oh, I'm like, Tuesday, really? I got I to gotta watch all this stuff. I feel bad. I can like, put my A game on here. And it's just a great opportunity to, to hopefully, you know, get in contact with some people from this and, you know, hear from some people you haven't talked to for such a long time. Well, again, it's not us. It's you. <laughs> it's you, Jason. It's you and all the guests that come on that make this podcast good, because if it was just us, it would be crap. So, <laughs> yes. so this is what makes the show good is you guys yeah. coming on, telling your stories. That's what we had so many. I got a, I got a really good, I got like a couple more stories if you don't mind. Yeah, um, go, go, go. go. That's going. what we're here for. Well, the one is so funny. We always hear about the up and down staircases and all that stuff and the midnight buffet. I had this lady, again, I've only been to ships maybe a couple, about a month and a half. And this lady comes up and you can just tell she is just pissed off. <laughs> she goes, Sonny, I've been saving up my money for a long time and I'm damned if I'm going to have a parking lot view this entire cruise. She really said that to you. She really said she parking lot view. Wow. And I looked at her and I mean, all these people are kind of staring at you. And How do you not me. bust out laughing? Oh, I, well, they're all, they're chuckling and they're looking at me like, they're like, okay, let's see how good you are. Let's <laughs> see how you're going to handle this one. And of course, I'm talking to the lady. I'm just sitting there going, oh, my God, what am I going to tell this lady? And, you know, back when my wit was a little quicker, I I, I, I looked at her and I said, you know what, ma'am? You know, I, I really appreciate that, you know, you're spending this time with us. You know, I know you save up a lot of money for this. And you know what? Once we get everybody on board, we kind of take a look at our at the rooming list to kind of see what's out there. If you can come back and see me about 630, <laughs> I'll be more than happy to help you out. And I knew five. Right. <laughs> Never saw her again. You know, we get a lot of passengers and a lot of crew with different accents and things like that. And sometimes it's really hard to understand, especially for somebody like I had never left the United States. I mean, I had when I first started and this is my first contract and I had a, a passenger come up and I had I was standing next to a, a Scottish girl um, and I was working. We were both working the front desk and it was this English. I think she was English. And this woman comes up and says, can I please have some tippics? And like, to me, an American, it sounded, I didn't know what she was asking, but it sounded like she wanted Tampax. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm sure that like, I got as white as a ghost. And in two seconds, the girl next to me grabs what we call white out and handed it to her. And I was just like, oh, thank God. I was just like, I cannot believe this woman's asking me for this. But anyway, the the, the things that, that people ask for, like, and, and the accents that we have to learn. I quickly oh. learned, uh, you know. Well, you switched, you you know, the thing was, is you working at front desk, you had to switch gears like instantly. You, you were talking to yeah. somebody that saved up their entire life, like this poor lady with the, with the, you know, the, the, <laughs> the parking lot view that stayed up her entire life for the cruise. And then you had somebody that, they come up, they got the five diamond carrot, diamond ring on, pen. They probably sailed 20 times that year. And, and to yeah. be able to switch that quick, you know, to be able to handle everybody differently. I'm still amazed, you know, we were able to do that at that, you know, I mean, heck, we're all 20s, you know, yeah, at that yeah. point in time. We were all and you just think of all the responsibility these, these cruise lines are giving us 20 year olds. I mean, we yeah. used to do payroll. Did you guys do payroll at all? Uh, I did do payroll and supercharge. Well, yeah. payroll, we would sit back in a locked room with $780,000 yeah. in cash to go ahead and count out everybody's payroll. And you're and just stuff going, it in uh, envelopes. Yeah. And we were never, we were never exact. We would count it like four times beforehand. <laughs> We'd have three people count it. We were still five bucks short every time. Didn't matter. What? We we're always like five or 10 bucks short. So you didn't ever want to uh, like shove like half of that in a, in a, in a, <laughs> in a bag, bag and yeah. throw it Well, maybe, maybe. 
we weren't in Nassau at the time, you know, where you had at least till four o'clock in the morning to get away. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. No. But no, it was just, it was crazy to see this kind of money sitting in front of you and you're like, oh my God. And then you got to find out what everybody else was making. That was pretty interesting. That was the worst. I hated that doing that job because you would find out how much <laughs> other people made. And we didn't get paid a lot, especially no, as like a crap. as an assistant purser that would help the payroll purser. Um, you know, our pay was, was, was crap. And so when you got to see these bonuses and what other people were making, you're like, what the hell? And you would think the captain would be the most, would be paid the most. And he wasn't even close. So that's the, that's the crazy thing. Well, he didn't get to take any of that bingo money. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) Horse racing and bingo. Yeah. And back when they, when they were paying cash, that's you know that's pretty interesting. Yeah. But you had another you had another thing, another story. Yeah, I'm gonna have one more story, and and this is this is kind of you know this is kind of gonna kind of show my ignorance a little bit. Coming from Iowa, from a, a very small little dinky town, uh, which I love to death. And you said you worked on the Mississippi Queen, right, Scott? On the Mississippi. No, he he no. had a contract, but he didn't go. Oh, because oh, that went by my hometown. Sorry, Jason. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. Remind us what town are you from? In Iowa? I'm from Guttenberg, Iowa. It's Lock and Yeah. So when I was working on the ships, I'm not going to mention the name, any names of the ship, but I remember, you know how you walk into the purser's office and you have the, the second purser's desk is here. You got the printer here and you have maybe about this much space in between. And I'm standing up against the, the printer. And again, I'm just being a little naive. Well, somebody told me, I don't know how, how this all came about. I don't remember the conversation, but I, I found out again, somebody was gay. And being from Iowa, you know, you just, it was no big deal. So here I am, and I'm sitting up facing the printer. Is this before or after you dressed up as the Supreme Court? <laughs> <laughs> this was after, actually. Yeah, okay. So I was a little caught. No, but I was, so again, no issue. You know, again, I was raised right and, and, and everything like that. But, but it was just that I was by myself in this room, and I'm facing the printer, and my desk is back here, and I've got about this much space behind me. And this person that, it, that they were talking about comes into the room. And in order to, in order to get by, you know, in order to get to the other side of the room, they had to sneak behind me. And as they snuck behind, as they walked behind me, I flinched. Everything tightened up and I was flinching. I'm like, oh my God. Flinch what did or I just clinch? Do? The clinch and flinch. I didn't okay. know. And I'm sitting there going, what did I just do? You know, and I'm just like, I just did. And, and, and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm so embarrassed because I know they caught me and they did catch me. And it could have been a totally different, weird situation. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just just keep walking. Don't don't, you know, all of a sudden I feel this person come up beside me. They kind of leaned over into my ear and they said, don't worry, Jason. I like black. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely I absolutely lost it. You know, I look back at that. I tell that story to my friends. and I'm like those moments like that. And it's the people that you work with that, and I wish more people had the opportunity we did. I really do, because I think if more people had the opportunity to do the things we did and work with the people we have, it'd be a much better place Yeah, because we're all people. We're all family. I mean, we, we lived with each other. We worked with yeah. each other. We couldn't get away from each other. And, and we've talked about this a little bit, how I don't remember ever talking politics to anybody. No. We not. all just got along. We were all just, you know, we hung out. We got to know each other. It didn't matter where they came from, what country they yep. were from, whether they were gay or straight or 
anything. It didn't really matter. You just talked to the people and you enjoyed working with people that were good people. And none of that mattered. I never, ever remember either hearing or getting into any like major argument like that. Besides stupid Mm -hmm. work stuff, you just complain about work. If somebody damn F and B, they're not getting (laughs) us the paperwork in time. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. ahead. Sorry. I I was just saying, don't you love how working on the cruise ships for however long that you worked on there, you know, six months or or six years or, or longer, how it prepared you for life away from ships and your ability to handle any situation like because you were thrown into so many situations and Mm -hmm. there's not a situation that's that is not you know that you can't deal with and and get a you know a response that you're trying to get like it just prepared you for your life that you don't get that on you can't and and, you know i was thinking about this too and it's you know i've done a lot of thinking over the last few days before this you guys um but it's just, you sit there and like you said too, it prepares you for all the different situations. You're able to work with anybody. I mean, anybody. And if you can't, if you can handle working on a ship with all that, all the responsibilities we had, you can do anything, you know? And I also think about this too. And in, in what other business in the last 30, 40 years that I've, I've worked, you know, you look back and how many people that you've worked with, could you sit down and have a conversation with instantly and have something to talk about? I I, I don't, I can't think of really, I, I mean, I've worked with a lot of people. I could probably say, hi, have a little conversation, but nothing like this, you know, okay. cruise ship, you just work on cruise ships together and you could sit like what we're doing here for an hour. I haven't seen, you know, Eric in 10 years. Yeah. And we could literally, we got on the phone. We we're just talking like we, we, we were, we had seen each other yesterday. Absolutely. I mean, what other, what other job can you, or other experience, can you do that? And, you know? and just speak, it goes all the way. Hey, you're going to need six people to carry that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn people. They didn't, they didn't get that. that Believe six. me. I know. but yeah no i think that's the the great thing about this this group of people that that all worked on ships it's very easy to just reconnect even you know the crazy thing is that we did not work that long together that's so you were on the mat you were on the takeout on the majesty yeah and until when just one contract until august i left i left a week before uh, hurricane andrew i was on the majesty ah what is Did that? You what, win what the, you say? That's what my that? that's my blackjack the blackjack champion. Oh, the, you won blackjack. I was in that. One. I was in that tournament. I did pretty well, but I didn't. Obviously, I didn't win. I showed these out. in a post before, but um, I got, I got. Oh, what is? Oh no, ship shape dollars. Three <laughs> uncirculated sequential <laughs> ship shape dollars. You better put those in like laminate or something. You know, it'll be worth more. You have, you have to you have to set them in for scoring to see if they're like a nine or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, entered well. Yeah. I, I want to show you guys one thing, though. There's a couple things I do, um, and this is another prop I wanted to show you guys. I mean, I, I make some mugs and things like that. Like, I make a Harley-Davidson mug. Oh, wow. You know, I make oh, cool. these. But I wanted to do something special for you guys. So when you guys are done, usually it's the uh, the guest that gets a gift, and I know I'm not getting any gift tonight. So what I did <laughs> is this more this more cheap bastards from work i will send you one of my ship shaped dollars oh I'm, my I'm, god I'm, that dude. is awesome man what i can't so believe what? it so if um, you, you guys can can't see this ship. now you can't you guys can't see this now but um uh, jason is showing us a mug that he has etched in uh my ships or my ship story logo so i will that, get that up too what year did you guys start this? Do you guys, what year was it? Was well, it we started in 2020. Yeah, it was like well, on the other July, side, July 20. On the other side, I'll put established 2020 over here for you. Oh, that's awesome. Great. I'll put that to good use. 
Oh, I'm sure you will. I figured <laughs> okay, you guys I, are always getting a drink, so I figured, you know what? What a better way to do that. Okay, that'll be our official, our that'll official, be our like, official, official glassware. That is pay awesome. attention, everyone else. <laughs> now we have a mug. Now we need we need China. <laughs> you, you need eight, you know, eight, eight, one, eight place setting silverware, all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, you'll <laughs> you'll uh, you'll dig this, Jason. And, and I, I I tell this. Um, I think it's been mentioned a couple of times. My, my mom that went on a cruise ship a long time ago with my my aunt and uncle and, and grandma and stuff. Um, she had one cruise. She had brought back one of the buffet with the little plates with the blue line around it. And, you know, she brought back, you know, one or two of those. And we thought that was really cool. So the next cruise, she bought back an entire setting. So now I have, <laughs> I have 12 plates. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Jason, before we let you go, so tell us what you're up to now, nowadays. Well, I work for, a, I, I sell, I, I manage a very small sales team. We sell interior sliding barn doors. So any of those barn doors you see in oh, yeah. houses and uh, we, we manufacture those and we sell those. Yeah. So that's what all I'm doing. And, you know, and raising my twins are in college now and uh, my, my 12 year olds playing volleyball. So I'll be going to a volleyball tournament this weekend. So Jason, I can't thank you enough for, for joining us on the show. It's been a blast catching up. You haven't really Thanks. changed that much except for a little, oh, I have. A little more weight, more weight, less hair. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Join the club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I have my picture from the ships over here. I don't know why I kept all this stuff. I have everything. I think I have my epaulette somewhere. I think it's a hoarder or something. But I got a, I got my cruise ship picture somewhere. And I, I remember showing it to my mom and she's like, you look sick. <laughs> you need to put some weight on. You look sick. All right, guys. Thanks have a good day. So Thank much. Jason. Tell uh, you. Bye. Uh, he's a great guy. That was and awesome. I haven't seen that him in great. such a long time. And again, like with all our guests, you know, they come back on and you just remember why you liked them so much and why you all got along. It was just like, like you said, we just picked right back up. Just great people. It was so nice just having such great people. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, my ship story you can also find us on facebook and instagram as my ship story don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like you can email us your story for us to read on the air email us at my ship story podcast at yahoo.com that's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week same time as we'll have a new podcast every monday bon voyage